Hello and welcome to the Texas Masonic Retirement Center's Community Radio Podcast for October 2019. Here are the highlights of this month's episode. Activities of interest for the month of October. Resident Council meeting notes. A Paul Harvey moment from the past. And finally, a reading of a Masonic poem. We hope you enjoy this month's episode of the TMRC Community Radio Podcast. Hi, this is Laura from Activities. I see some fun things on our October Activities calendar. You might want to come out on Friday, October 4th to our Oktoberfest party. Our entertainer is Jan Gray. It'll be at 1.30 in the clinic dining room, immediately followed by a chicken dance contest scheduled at 2.30. That'll be fun. Sunday, October the 6th, the Mazla Shrine Band is here. That'll be 1.30 in the clinic dining room. Come here, the Mazla Shrine Band. Tuesday, October 8th, 10 a.m. in the clinic activity room. Our own Dave Turner hosts his monthly Tech Tuesday. That same day, Tuesday, October the 8th, at 1.30 p.m. is Gospel Sing-Along with Don Anderson. That will be in the clinic chapel. Wednesday, October 9th, we have ceramic painting. That'll be 1.30 in the clinic activity room. And Friday the 11th is our monthly October birthday party and bingo at 1.30 in the clinic dining room. Saturday, October 12th is family day, 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. out in the pecan grove. Wednesday the 16th, the cord busters are back. They'll be here at 1.30 p.m. in the clinic dining room. Then on Friday, October 18, our Friday party is a happy hour with entertainment by Don O'Biden at 1.30 in the clinic dining room. On Saturday, October 19th, the ladies of Purity Chapter 7 OES are here for their bingo game with popcorn and punch. That'll be 1.30 in the clinic dining room. The next day, October the 20th, the ladies of the OES will be here for their fall bingo party at 1.30 in the clinic dining room. Now, Tuesday the 22nd and Wednesday the 23rd, two consecutive days, we'll have pumpkin decorating. At 1.30 in the clinic activity room, come pick a pumpkin and let's decorate it to be entered into a contest on Halloween day. Friday the 25th is Frankenstein Friday. So our Friday party is a Frankenstein Friday party with guest entertainment by country singer Craig Murphy. 1.30 in the clinic dining room. Come green. And Halloween day, Thursday, October the 31st at 1.30 in the clinic dining room will be a Halloween party. Now we'll have a contest and there will be prizes for best costume and best pumpkin. So come dressed for Halloween or just come to see the costumes and see which pumpkin you think is the best. Hope to see you soon. And now a reading of the TMRC Resident Council Minutes from October 2019. In attendance, Tom Hill, Hal Day, Callie Fincher, 
Delphia Von Heter, Barbara Spencer, David Turner, Robert Brownfield, and Donna Pope. The meeting was opened at 8.30 a.m. with an invocation by Delphia Von Heter. Note to residents. Suggestions need to be in the suggestion box on or before the first Monday of the month. From the suggestion box. Number one. Please repaint the stripes in the Royal Arch parking garage. Response. Please resubmit this request after the dust has settled and has been removed upon completion of the current building and landscaping projects. Number two. The water fountain on 2E is in need of repair. Response. Will be added to the maintenance list. Number three. Food coming from the serving line is not as always as hot as it should be. Response. Donna will have Barry check on this. Number four. Some residents cut in line in the dining room. Some are slow and irritating. Response. It is accepted practice to skip the salad line and go straight to the entree line. Lunch is served from 11 a.m. to 12.15 and dinner from 5.15 to 6. Resident council members offer the following suggestions. Alter your meal time by just a few minutes. Enjoy visiting while you wait in line. Number five, there should be training on how to use the equipment in the exercise room. Response, TMRC makes the equipment available but is not responsible for training. Generally, if someone is working out in the exercise room, they will be happy to give you their opinion on how to operate different pieces of equipment. General information, kudos to Donna, Callie, and David as they go above and beyond the call of duty. The search is ongoing for a minister for Sunday afternoons. Mentors need to spend more time and impart more information to residents that are mentoring. The week of October 11th and 12th will see an increase in activities in and around our home. It is suggested that you lock your doors. Tech Tuesday. Dave will address the issue of phone scams as well as other pertinent topics. Meeting is closed at 9.10 a.m. This was a reading of the TMRC Resident Council meetings from October 2019. Now, the rest of the story. Sarah Colley, 23, was a young lady on the narrow way to Broadway. Her childhood dream was to become the greatest dramatic actress of her time. She would settle for one of the greatest, but meanwhile she would pay her dues as a traveling drama coach directing plays in various communities. Now it's January, 1936. Been a hard winter in the vicinity of Cullman, Alabama. Sarah's train arrives at 3 o'clock one afternoon in the middle of a full blast blizzard. Cullman's just another stop on her tour of the southeast. She's scheduled to direct a play at a large consolidated school outside town, way outside town, 15 miles up in the mountains. The principal of this rural school is supposed to have met Sarah at the train. He's so certain the inclement weather would cause her to cancel her engagement that he doesn't even bother to show up. It'll be almost nightfall before the young actress is able to locate the principal. His embarrassment is compounded by the fact that there's no place provided for Sarah to stay. All of the while, Sarah is thinking, so this is the sticks. <laughs> well, she cannot imagine the rest of the story. For it's then that the principal recalls a family living about a mile farther up in the mountains. Surely they'll have a room to spare. The principal will take Sarah and her luggage in his car. At the end of a long, winding, snow-covered mountain road, a log cabin, the school administrator escorts Sarah to the door. The door is answered by a slender old woman in a clean yet wash-faded print dress. 
No, she says they have no room to spare, but since the actress lady is staying only ten days, she may have brother's room. She reckons brother Kyle won't mind sleeping in the lean-to out by the kitchen. So now they have met, these two ladies from two different worlds. Charming Sarah, former high school cheerleader, graduate of her home state's most fashionable finishing school, a young actress on her determined way to the big time, and the old mountain woman in the faded print dress, her gray hair pulled up in a knot at the back of her head, her life a parade of seasons, planting and harvest, and 16 children. Over the next 10 days, this mountain family will find a special place in Sarah's heart. They'll marvel at her city ways. She'll be fascinated by their innocence, touched by their generosity, and amused by their inadvertent wit. It's the old woman, Sarah observes, who is especially funny without ever trying to be, and especially kind. You might think she'd be impressed by the actress in her home, and yet she regards Sarah only as a stranger in distress. It is Sarah who is genuinely beguiled by her hostess. In fact, in a way, Sarah Colley never left that mountainside in northern Alabama. Returning to her own home, she took with her the memories of blinding white snows and wood-burning stoves and dinners by kerosene lamplight, and dearest of all, the delightful old woman of the hills who inspired actress Sarah to recreate her in a character, a character who has now become a member of the family to us all. Sarah Colley, former cheerleader, graduate of a fashionable finishing school, a multi-talented, starry-eyed girl who wanted to become her generation's greatest actress. Sarah Colley, warmed by the recollection of a cold winter in 1936, relinquished her old dreams to become someone else and to make you smile along with her memory. You see the character that Sarah Colley created, her tribute to the old woman in the faded print dress, the person she, Sarah, is when she is Minnie Pearl. And now you know the rest of the story. The Little Red Schoolhouse, the Little White Church, and the Little Blue Lodge. In the little community where I grew as a lad, I learned many important lessons as I followed my granddad. To the Little Red Schoolhouse we would walk all the way, leaving early in the morning before the break of day. To the Little White Church on Sunday our family always went, listening to the gospel that was heaven sent. Granddad would go to the Little Blue Lodge on a moonlit night, even in the winter snow. To meet with brethren was his delight. My granddad wore an apron. He brought it home one night. He got it from the little blue lodge. It was square and it was white. To him it was a badge of sorts, the lambskin white and pure. He wore it with much pleasure and honor to be sure. Many years had come and gone, and I reached age 21. I knocked on the little blue lodge door, as my granddad had done meeting on the level and parting on the square, enjoying great fellowship with all the brothers there. There were many lessons to be learned as we travel the path of life, but none was more important than those that shed more light. The church, the school, and the little blue lodge all have their place on stage, while striving for perfection until the master shall turn the page.
Thank you for tuning in for this month's episode. We look forward to any suggestions or thoughts you might have on what you would like to hear in future community podcast episodes. Goodbye for now.